Well, here we are, everyone. <laughs> it's quarter twins time. After after a a sabbatical, a one week break, Josh and I are back. We're, We're back, back in town, baby. We are doing it big today. Better than ever. Better than ever. Today is even even specialer because it's Ooh. our twentieth episode. That's Two. right. Oh. Two decades of Quarter Twins podcasts. <laughs> that might be a bit long. I, I think you're exaggerating. Yeah. Uh, this is our 20th episode. Um, it's hype. We're hype. I hope Dude, you're it, hype. So yeah. We're going to be talking about some fun stuff today. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, if you haven't caught up on the past few episodes, go catch up on those, especially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one we released last Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago already. Uh, Holy moly. Where we discussed Star Wars Wyvern, a, a passion project um, created by the one and only Joshua Raisler. Um, you'll hear some stuff. You'll hear some original music by this guy over here. You'll hear Might some original Might just be the hardest we've characters. worked on an episode in yeah. terms of video editing and man hours. That's true. Certainly I, if you count the amount of time, time I put into writing it. For sure. You can quote my mom earlier today saying... Um, it was very detailed. <laughs> so that was pretty sweet. Oh my. Nice things to hear from her. She was the first person I sent that document to, by the way. Oh, there you go. Uh, back when it was a Word doc, you know, wow. the ancient days. The old days. Yeah, yeah I emailed it to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's... If you can believe I it. I mean, dinosaur times over here. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out that episode. It's, it's fun, I promise. Um. It's really cool. Um, it's awesome. You know what else is cool? TV is cool. And oh. uh, we're here to talk about TV. I, we did want to, we've talked about the series, the Star Wars series coming out soon, Andor coming Andor. out next month. Um, I was already hyped for the show because the trailers look phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, told us last week, maybe, that it's going to be 12 episodes. They came with a banger tweet. 12, Twelve whole episodes. episodes. Seven, and what is it? September through November. Yeah. Now we don't. Like we don't that. even have to worry about this uh, yeah. three episode beginning. It's not going to be enough. Yeah. It all. It all makes sense now because we were like there. I was under the impression, like all the other. Well, is Mandalorian six episodes? I think it's. I think it's that. ten, isn't it? Ten or so. Um, I. But everything. Obi Wan. Obi Wan was six episodes. So that's what's made me think. And or all the Marvel be six shows. Episodes. R6. And if you've been listening, you know that we hate the six episode thing. Um, Amen. I don't hate silly. Kenobi. But uh, I hate one of us hates episodes. Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's Star Wars, but I hate it. Uh, so, anyway, I'm like pumped that it's 12 episodes. I think this is going to be really good. I'm trying to like mm-hmm. keep my expectations reasonable. Um, is at the I, end I, of the day we have to remember that this is a story about a side character yes. from a side <laughs> extra movie in which the character we're watching died. But you know, that's that is probably a good thing also. We're so deep off of yeah. the r- main route here that maybe they can get away with just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. And Star Wars when creativity reigns, let me tell you, for it's sure. Pretty good. I uh, I texted Joshua earlier this week. I rewatched The Last Jedi for the first time. 
since the rise of skywalker came out i hadn't brought myself after the rise of skywalker came out i hadn't been able to watch the last jedi because it just the whole experience was tarnished by how bad that last <laughs> movie was That's and too bad. so but then i was like okay i'm gonna watch this again and uh it's like it's it's a mess it's so good it's, it's like i forgot how good it was and it's i still have all the problems i have with like now that the trilogy is wrapped up, like there are things that happen in the movie that I'm like, well, that is like retconned in the next movie, and it does lessen my experience a little bit. But watching mm-hmm. it just on its own, it's just like it, it's, it's fan, knew what it's, he was doing. It's guys, fantastic. Right? It's an amazing movie. Like it's the only Star Wars movie in the main series that doesn't go to a freaking desert planet at all. Like they don't go to a desert planet at all in that movie and they go to other planets. And while I don't like all of the stuff on like Canto bite, for example, he freaking tried to do something unique and he like tried to take star Wars in a different direction. And I just think it's it's great. Uh, Oh, maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) I guess you could feel like I thought he desert. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I retract my statement. Well, then there, there's your <laughs> other reason because episode yeah. five is also really, really good. It is. So I, <laughs> no, I'm, desert I, just, equals I wanted good Star to bring Wars. that up. I'm like, I'm in a good Star Wars mood nowadays mm-hmm. after I was depressed for a little bit. So Wow. <laughs> Sad boy hours are over. Sad boy hours are over for Star Wars. Unless Andor sucks mm-hmm. and then I might just have yeah. to. Then it's 12 leave. hours or 12 episodes of yeah. suck. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be yeah. bad. Um, I guess this would be the time to uh, have a little uh, ad time, I guess. Here we go. Hey-o. Whoa, okay, we're back, everybody. We're, whoa. we're back. Uh, Isn't that what you always do? Whoa. Yeah, whoa. yeah it's pretty good. <laughs> it's my bit that I do every time. Um, okay, so we're here to talk about uh, TV shows. Um, we're talking about our yes. top 10 television favorite TV shows of all time. Whoa. Um, yeah, what else? What, 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 what do you want to say, Joshua? You I, said you have things to say. Yeah, I want to lead off this say. discussion talking about TV in general. Mm. Because I, I think TV, in some cases, is better than movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, while I spent my whole work week thinking about this episode of the podcast, because uh, there's not a lot to do sometimes when you work a 12-hour <laughs> shift. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, the main point that drove this thought is that there's a TV show has infinitely more time to develop characters side characters you know you can have multiple character arcs for the same character over the course of time Mm -hmm. and i'll talk about that when we get to our list of like shows that i like because the characters have multiple arcs over their lifetime Mm. which i think is valuable whoa valuable 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 how do you say that word valuable valuable that doesn't (laughs) sound right isn't there an a in there somewhere um, 
valuable. I mean, yes, in, in the val part of it. Valuable. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, that's good enough. Something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just like... I, th- I feel like TV has a, like a, not, not a bad rap or a stigma, but it, 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 it feels like it's less than movies, and people yeah. see it as less than, because it has a smaller budget, and they call it the silver screen, which is like second place, right. or like the small screen. Small screen, yeah. Um, they have their own awards show, right? The Emmys, mm-hmm. is, or the Golden Globes, is not as hype as the Oscars um, in terms of the public eye and all that sort of stuff. And so I think it just gets like a weird, like inferiority complex, Hmm. um, which is disappointing because I think shows like the ones that we're going to talk about today um, are just as good, if not better than movies in general. And so... I just want to, you know, I, I don't know if anybody watching this even feels this, um, but I'm like kind of pro TV over movies in most cases. I think, uh, I don't know, it's just like there's, there's so much more potential yeah. in a TV show than in a movie because a movie, right, you have like, you have uh, one and a half to three hours these days um, is like the average movie length, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that much time to give your main character an arc, the villain a downfall, a side character um, time to be annoyed with the friend and then come back at the end or something. You know, there's like five or six things mm-hmm. that can happen in this short amount of time. You don't have time to build up this whole world, right? Sure. And as you know, world building is my jam. And TV shows have, you know, they can give a whole episode to the culture of one city that they go to or something. Or, yeah. like, spend an, epi- an entire episode on a f- in a flashback of a side character. Yeah. And it still feels important because side characters become main characters. And I like that a lot, you mm-hmm. guys. So... That's all I really wanted to say briefly before we move into our rankings themselves, because um, we got a lot of shows to talk about. Got, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't expect much overlap. If I'm being no. honest here, um, yep. I so, think there's one show that I know is on both of our lists. Yeah, th- that, that that is true. There's I, one. I don't think there's anything else. So yeah, so it's 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 very exciting. Justice for TV. Yes. Um, I love I, uh, TV. I'm glad that you have this perspective um, because I have, this, I have the same love for TV that you do, but I, it w- I think it will become very clear that I do not consume TV in the way that you do. Um, mm. I, I'm on record as saying many times throughout the podcast that I don't, uh, I'm not a comedy movie person, and that's not how I, re- I I don't consume. I don't enjoy comedy movies as much as I enjoy drama movies. Sure. And the inverse of that, I don't enjoy. Dr- well, enjoy is not the right word. I don't watch as many dr- drama heavy TV shows as I watch comedy TV shows. TV oh, is where God. I like consume my comedy. Okay. I and see. And so we'll get we'll, we'll get that will become 
very clear as we uh, <laughs> as we go through our lists. Um, yes, yes, yes. I yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I think we have very we're gonna have very different lists, and I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. So very fun, very excited. Yes. Well then, are we ready to? Jordan, give me your begin? number ten. My number ten is a is a show called Love Is Blind. Everyone has Love anybody seen blind. Love Is Blind? <laughs> so this is a reality dating TV show on Netflix. <laughs> so if anything I've said so far, this will make it make sense. And, so Love uh, Is Blind podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I was I having a. With you anymore. I had a really hard time making this list. Um, there are, there are just not a lot of shows that I, I told, I told Joshua that I was having trouble making my list and my rubric was kind of like, okay, if the, if I've seen a TV show, um, and if I didn't have access to this show via streaming, would I feel the obligation and the want to purchase this TV show in its entirety on DVD, right? To have in my home to watch whenever. And so that's kind of how I judged what TV shows to put on this list. And uh, Love is Blind is just, it's just a, it's a fun time, okay? Wow, all right. <laughs> There's two seasons. And, okay, do you know what the show is, Joshua, by chance? I can imagine. So, yeah. But I haven't it, watched it myself. By the title. Um, and this is like, I really enjoy like reality TV because it's just, it's wild and I just enjoy it as a mm -hmm. pastime watching with my wife. Um, and... Okay, so Love is Blind is a TV show where they get um, like 15 or 20 um, people from uh, 20 like men and 20 women, I think is however many there are, maybe less than that, but a number of men and women, and they're, they're separated by gender, and then they go, the first round of the show is like, they go into these like rooms where they're separated by a wall, and they like date via only verbal communication so there's no mm. they're between a wall and they can't see each other I see. um and so the whole premise of the, of the show is like can you fall in love with somebody um without seeing them love is blind right it's the voice it's the voice but dating and it's just like um like honestly the premise by itself is like kind of sweet because it's like it takes sure. away the like um superficial um, nature of dating and it's like it takes out you know things like race and weight and whatever and sure. so it's like it, but then the, the the people that they cast in this show like are not the most like moral the is. <laughs> you know people <laughs> like they'll have like half where they're like really sweet people who are in it to like find love without superficial stuff and then mm -hmm. the other half are like really just obnoxious people <laughs> who like take advantage of the whole system and you know it's reality mm. tv so it's a whole of course. thing of course um so they do the first round where they're dating and then the, you can decide if you have a connection with a person you can propose without seeing them and then oh the goodness. second round of the show is like then after you propose and they accept uh you see them and then you go spend a week together on the beach or something get to know each nice. other then the third round is meeting the family and planning the wedding and then at Goodness. the end of the show if they make it through all of that they have a wedding and this this takes place over like six weeks right so it's a really quick wow. thing 
90 so they day have fiance. A, a, yeah. If they have a wedding, uh, they have a wedding at the end. And then that's when it's like the tension of like, are they going to say yes or no at the altar? And I'm just oh like, I'm just, I'm just captivated by the show. Um, it's it, lots of good memories. Like it was one of the first, like Sam and I got married and we watched the first season, like in that first month of marriage. And it was mm. just a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. It like represents a love that I have for like reality TV shows, and I also mm-hmm. just I think this show is just it's fantastic, and it's really wow. dramatic, and I definitely recommend it, guys. It's great. I'll this have whole, to check it out. You'll have I to check it out. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> I know. That's this is why I'm very excited to see the rest of your list. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing quite like that on here, but anyway. Oh, bummer. There's a much more. To I thought it was just going to be Netflix dating shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rank those. I also really like cooking shows, but no cooking shows ended mm, up on my list. The Great uh, British Bake Off. So that sort of thing. There is a show I talked about the movie Chef a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and John Favreau is the main character in that movie, and he and his friend, who's a chef, did a like an actual cooking show on Netflix that's also really good called The Chef Show. Definitely recommend that. Um, this whole episode is recommendations. So, oh, absolutely, whatever. So, anyway, I've talked enough about that. What's your <laughs> What's your number ten, Joshua? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, I up until yesterday, I felt pretty confident about my whole list, and then when I was trying to explain it to my coworker, um, I couldn't come up with anything for my number ten. <laughs> And so I started thinking of every TV show I've ever watched, which was hard, honestly, trying to think yeah. of every TV show I've ever watched. It was watched. really hard. Um, and I came up with a ton of them. So I'm going to have a bunch of honorable mentions here at the beginning. Oh, sweet. Um, of good shows that didn't quite make the list either because they didn't meet my qualifiers, which we'll talk about in a minute. So I'll we got some Pe- in there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honorable mentions include uh, Peaky Blinders, uh, Stranger Things, uh, Sherlock. Mm. The Boys. Um, I mean, there were Lost. There were a ton of them. Sure. Just a ton and ton and ton of shows. Uh, but my number, my final number 10, that ended up being the same one that I already had. Oh, yeah. uh, it didn't change. <laughs> uh, is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Ah, oh, yes. I thought we might see this. Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is an ABC show. <laughs> By uh, Joss Whedon's even less famous younger brother, Jed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they tried to stay in the MCU, and I think at some point, they kind of just, out. yeah, they kind of lost themselves in the sauce, and uh, it goes crazy, you guys. <laughs> they go crazy. Okay. Mm, yeah. So this, this is the only one that I'm going to say it goes on too long. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, that's a lie. The next one is also too long, but, um, it's not their fault, which is something I can explain. Sure. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, it's, it's just a fun show. I got to watch it with my parents last year when we watched all the Marvel movies together, which was fun. Highly recommend watching all the Marvel movies with your parents. It's just a good time. You get a lot of different perspectives. I like Ant Man and the Wasp because of my dad. Right. You know, yeah. that's that's the whole thing. So um it's just a lot of fun. It's about spies from Shield getting into spy things. And um 
whoopsie daisy uh captain america winter soldier came out and shield was no more so uh the premise of the entire show was obliterated by the end of season one <laughs> and uh, they had to come up with some new stuff yeah and they came up with and, some wacky uh, stuff yeah so if you're into spies turning into whatever else they can think of <laughs> There's a lot of good here. Um, the like main crew on the jet at the beginning of the first season, all those characters are gold throughout the whole show. Um, I really enjoy all of those characters. Fitz and Simmons are my mm-hmm. favorite, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Coulson, obviously, a very good character as well. Um, highly recommend. It's just fun Marvel stuff. You know, they pull from a lot of comics. Mm. Um, because Coulson is like a integral character out and about and around mm. uh shield related things and uh what's her name Quake Sky yeah whatever heard, she has a bunch of names in the show um, potentially Quake is coming for coming back for the um Secret Invasion series potentially she what, might yeah or whatever um, potentially so that would be cool to see her in a feature-length film. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that movies are better than TV, because, you know, they are equal yeah. in my eyes. <laughs> they are equal. Um, you can do things with both of them. Yeah, exactly. Preach. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it just, um, you know, like Lost, when it gets to a certain point and you're like, is this the same show it was at the beginning? Mm. It kind of just takes a turn. Yeah, And if you like the turn it takes, then it's fun all seven seasons. If you don't like the turn it takes, then stop watching after, like, season five. Mm-hmm. Um, halfway through season five, there's a moment, and that moment happens, and you're like, all right, guys. Like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. All right, guys. Yeah. I'm going to call it quits on this. Yeah, so that was my number ten. Um, Agents oh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Arcane was another honorable mm. mention but we're going to yeah. talk about that in the future in the future yes. so we'll get to that um, jordan number nine is number nine the only animated show on my list oh. uh the spectacular spider-man i believe i've oh wow mentioned it before is this the drake bell one no this no, is the okay. this is the animated Spider-Man show that was before Disney bought Marvel. Mm, okay. And it's the best Spider-Man show. I mean, I haven't seen mm. the entirety of like the what they did after. Um but it's like it's 26 episodes and I do own this on DVD, so it, it there is you go. on my list for that reason. Um it, it 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 yeah it's like 26 episodes and it got canceled because of Disney, and no. um, that sucks. <laughs> because Disney. it's it's a it's a really really good Spider-Man show. It goes through a lot of the classic storylines. Um, it has a just phenomenal Venom story arc um, mm. with Eddie Brock and Peter. It is just phenomenal and a a great Green Goblin story arc. Um, it's kind of set up like that where like the first few episodes are like um vulture and it kind of sets up like a few episode arc of like sinister six and then like dr octopus and venom and lizard and sure. all this stuff um 
and yeah it, it obviously holds a lot of like nostalgia for me too and um everybody go look up the theme song to the spectacular spider-man uh it just it, it it's it rocks a banger <laughs> it's a banger theme song nice um yeah it, you know it is a bummer that it got canceled um there's not much to say about that other than it got it got canceled i wish it had a longer um stint um but i think it's just really like faithful to the spider-man character and is like it has elements from like the toby Maguire movies and the andrew garfield movies and like puts those together really well hmm. um and like balances like the high school aspect really well um that's nice yeah it's just like it's a super nostalgic show and it's spider-man and i love spider-man and it's like it's the only spider-man show that i like watch and enjoy in that because i think there is there's something that you can do with spider-man and tv that you can't do in movies and i think it gets this show as a tv show gets closer to the like the height of the character than any of the movies do because they have mm. you know they have 26 episodes to they have you know f- five or six episodes to devote to a venom storyline instead of you know two hours um so like i think that's a really good example of like what you can do with animation and i think they're making a i think there's an animated spider-man show coming out for disney plus in the next couple of years which i'm looking forward to as well intriguing hopefully intriguing. i don't know that was my that's my number nine that's pretty, cool i like that it's a pretty great show it's on netflix now they just put it on Netflix. okay so that's what i was gonna say everybody go watch it on netflix that's great Interesting. yeah yeah spectacular spider-man yeah yeah right on um my number nine is community oh, a yes. comedy about uh what i don't know six seven maybe people um i've only all... seen one episode and that was with you like f- four years ago <laughs> it's great it's great <laughs> yeah. um it's a group of unlikely people who go to community college to better themselves or because they lied about passing the law exam, the bar. Yes. Um, in the case of one of the characters. And they're all kind of like people who shouldn't be in community college um, is kind of the trope here. Or like people who go to community college shouldn't be there. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird, sad school full of weird, sad people. And um, Dan Harmon is the creator and writer of the show and he's super hilarious and um yeah it's just it's a bunch of people that get together for a study group for their spanish class and they like hate each other Mm. and the whole reason the group exists is so that the main character can get with one of the girls right um but then they become like a group of friends over time Mm. and have fun escapades and play paintball and buy kfc spaceship trucks it's a whole fun thing yeah there's so many like easter eggs and well-placed bits across the whole show 
Um, they like to do homages to other movies in the form of individual episodes. Mm. So there's like a mafia episode where they run the chicken tender stand because that's the only good food at the cafeteria. Mm. So they like take over the school with their chicken yeah, tenders and stuff sure. like that. So they just do like all sorts of like little things each episode and they have like a ton of fun ideas that they like to mm. pour into the show. That's cool. Um, all the actors are having a ton of fun. That said, in season five out of six, uh, a couple of the main characters leave. Mm. Or like at the end of season four, going into season five, a couple of the main characters leave. And it kind of feels not as good. And there's also a season, like season four, uh, Dan Harmon got kicked out of the show for dumb reasons. Mm. And so, and then they got kicked off of N- NBC, and they had to go to Yahoo, and then they brought Yahoo. Dan Harmon back. Yeah, Yahoo. Okay. <laughs> and so the show kind of the show kind of <laughs> just got bounced around, yeah. and writers came and left a couple times, and it just became a whole thing. And then a couple of the actors left, but they they had this running gag throughout the show called Six Seasons in a Movie. They were going to mm-hmm. do six seasons in a movie. They've done six seasons, so we're still waiting on the movie. Hmm. But um, it's just, I don't think it's anyone's fault that the show kind of got a little carried away. And, like, the the last couple seasons are still fun, but, like, characters have left, and it's a different kind of humor. Uh, like, they're trying to emulate what the show was, and it kind of becomes, like, hmm. a... I don't know, like a diluted version of itself. Yeah. Um, it's very nebulous. It's a comedy. It's funny, but <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I know what you mean. There's a show on my list that is very similar to that. Yeah. In, in that way, where it, you know, towards the last few seasons, it. Yeah. Whatever. We'll get. To I it. think I know. I think I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say like, there's a. There's one particular character that when he leaves, I think the show doesn't fully recover. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everything before that is dynamite. It's so funny. It's so much fun and creative, like, ways to have goofy situations at a college. Uh, There's tons of goofy, like, recurring characters on the side. Um, I I really like it because it's smart humor. Like, there will be a character walking in the background um, who wears, like, a weird costume, right? And every time someone in the cast says Beetlejuice, he'll run by in the background <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, he just, like, magically appears every time or <laughs> something like that. So there's, there's just a lot of little things that they do every time that builds up in the background while they're also telling, like, good jokes. Yeah. So there's like there's always something to laugh at the whole episode. Mm. Um so that's a lot of fun. They play Dungeons and Dragons a couple times nice. and like they really get into it <laughs> uh which is a lot of fun. So yeah, it takes itself very seriously in its lack of seriousness. Sure. Um so in that, that way a, I think it Is that on a streaming um, service? Um it was on I watched it on Hulu originally and mm. then I rewatched it on Netflix. It might be on Peacock now if they got it back. I have no idea where it is. Interesting. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Agents of Shield is on Disney Plus, by the way. 
Oh yeah. Uh, now I, I watched it originally on Netflix. I think the last season came out on Disney Plus, so it's all Community over there. Community is on Netflix currently. Still on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They took a couple episodes out for uh, inappropriate humor. Mm. Um, sure. Which is, you know, not something I'm going to talk about. So. <laughs> We can we move have, on we have to your that, I'm sure. number eight. My number eight is Stranger Things. Oh. It's one of your honorable mentions. Okay. I love Stranger Things, man. Um, I do own the first season on DVD, I believe. Right on. But obviously, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, first season came out 2016, I believe. I, I, I was going to say 2016, um, yeah. And... You know, it's one of those those shows where you grow up with the actors that are, you know, portraying the main characters. They start out in 2016, very young, it feels mm-hmm. like. And then now we're in season four and they're all grown Somehow up. Somehow the same age as us? Yeah, right. It's, it's, I mean, they're a little bit wild. younger, but yeah. But yeah, even like Sadie Sink is my age and like she looks like she's 17 in that show. Yeah. Um, it's just wild. Um. But yeah, you know, similar to Harry Potter, where it's like you grow up with these, mm-hmm. with these char- like characters, and see them through different stages of life, and in in this, um, you know, Stephen King esque science fiction horror story thing with really good world building and um, the characters mm-hmm. that they bring in that I really enjoy, and um, I I love all four seasons. Um, season two is the weakest one. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. That's um, why I didn't make my list. I yeah, like, I can't I, really look past that one. I've never really had a huge problem with that season other than episode 8 where it's Eleven's little solo journey with the yeah. X-Men. Uh, that that episode's terrible. Um but other than that like I I like the season as a whole. I like Sean Astin's character Bob in there, you know. Mm. He's a great great actor. Great that is stuff. good. I like that. Um But yeah, I think all the seasons like bring something new to the table. Um, I love all the character additions. You know, it's not a perfect show. There are things that I I wish were different about the m- latest season. Um, I think that they they keep the main cast like apart for like most of the show, mm-hmm. and you just want them to be together. Um, and I think season four especially suffers with like a lot of different like people in different places and 12 different plots and it does come together at the end but like only kind of Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there's one like the in particular the hopper joyce plot line in season four that i'm just like i just i just don't if he would have actually died in season three that would have been like an actual emotional moment instead of just being like i didn't believe for a second that he was actually dead but bummer you know, it's it's not perfect, but it is like it's a show that I will continue watching as long as they make seasons. You know, they're on there; they're gonna make their last season, right. um, and I'll rewatch it every year probably. Um, at least the first season, like the first season, I think is probably the best um, still. Um, and yeah, I rewatch that seasons in particular every year. Um, I'm very pro season three. Personally. I do love season three a lot. There's lots of good stuff in there. Um, yeah, season I think three, it's... the one with the Dutch angle. Yes, on the tripod. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. That, <laughs> that in its in itself is just fascinating. He kicks the it camera. Makes the whole... Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's great. Um, 
yeah, lots of great memories of Stranger Things. Um, nostalgia plays a big part in my picks, I guess, but mm. um, I don't know. It plays a part in some of my picks too. I just it's you a know, powerful everything the, that those rose tinted glasses, you know. Yeah, the I mean the music and everything and just like it's the only show on Netflix that still gets like a massive budget and like mm. they're able to do a lot because it's, you know, the most popular thing on Netflix pretty much. So Right. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's great. And nobody's nobody's wow. surprised that I'm saying it's great because everybody likes it, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It definitely could have had a spot at number ten for yeah. me. Uh, I feel as like I said, you know, I mentioned it. Yeah, Marcus from Cosmonaut Variety Hour has said many times that they should have just stopped at season one, and I, mm. I can get behind that argument. I like the rest of the seasons, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. There's an argument it, to be made. Yeah, and I I thought it should have ended with season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a very nice ending. Hopper dying, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but we can talk more about Stranger Things in October. Yeah, October, Whoa. everybody. Whoa. <laughs> um, all right, what's your, uh, what's your number? What are we at, eight? Eight. My number eight is Attack on Titan. Ah, yes. Uh, which is an anime. Um, I only have two on the list, so don't get your hopes up. Well, less than um, I was expecting, to be honest. Yes, honestly. I thought about putting a couple at my number 10, but yeah. uh, I decided against it. Um, Attack on Titan, um, written by, originally written by Hajime Isayama, um, is one of the most well-thought-out plots uh, ever. Mm. Movie or TV show. Get that. Um, it's, it, like... It's like there's no stone unturned, and none of the s- turned stones are turned for no reason, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, there, there's, yes. there's literally, okay, I can, I can name one thing that happens in the show that is in the source material and like well defined in the source material um, that isn't in the show itself and it came up recently um and they kind of had to retcon it a little um but in the source material it's there so it's fine um other than that there's literally nothing that's in the show like everything happens for a reason every character you see on screen that's like literally drawn like sometimes you have like those background characters and they kind of just are like colored blobs yeah. you know mm-hmm. as you get Further in the background, less and less effort needs to be made to keep realism. You know, you understand. I understand. Um, every everything that is given detail or screen time is important and will matter in the future. Hmm. And um, it's just it's just a really really well done show. It yeah. changed studios starting in season four, so the uh, animation style is a little different. Um, and there's a whole controversy about the CGI and stuff like that because CGI in anime is like notoriously horrible, um, like literally every time, um, with the exception, I guess, of Star Wars Visions episode one. Oh yeah, dude. But that uses like the Tarzan technique where they draw over the CGI. Yeah. Um, 
So, I actually watched at, Star Wars Vision the other day. Yeah, I was watching stuff. a couple episodes the other day. I thought about putting it on the list myself, but it's not really a show, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an a anthology. weird thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even really. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so I would recommend Attack on Titan, um, but with the exception, like, if you're going, if you're like, I'll watch an anime, Josh has talked about it so much, <laughs> what should I watch? Don't start with Attack on my, Titan. It should be my first one. I'm going to watch it today. Uh, yeah. If you're going to watch it, watch it with me so I can, like, calm <laughs> you down. Yeah. Because episode one has some things, and you're going to be like, I can't watch this. <laughs> um, not because it's bad, but because it's very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so once you get through episode one, the rest of the show is, you know, more normal. Yeah. Um, it's just like there's there's an event that occurs that's like oh wow, you know like oh, when wow. Loki died in the beginning of Infinity War, yeah, and you're mm-hmm. like oh, this is where we're going. Sure, that that sort of thing happens in the first episode. Interesting, but yeah, I just love it so much because the the story is so well thought out. Mm. It's like you can tell that he spent years writing from like start to finish and then from the end to the beginning yeah. and like filling it in back and forth and back and forth so that there's no like like when I re- when I read some of the stuff I wrote originally for Wyvern that's not what I ended up putting in the season yeah and I'm like oh whoops this doesn't make any sense anymore and sure. I have to go back and change what I originally wrote mm. so but there's nothing like that in the show so I just think it's like a perfect like He's done so well making it how he wanted it to be with mm. no no loose ends. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's a big one. And it it's technically not over yet, which was one of the stipulations for all the shows on here is that they are over. But uh the manga that it uh um is adapting from is over and I have read that, so I know how it ends. So gotcha. it's okay. Yeah, I, I make that exception for this one. There you go. We'll we'll so. accept it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Also, one of the reasons why Stranger Things didn't make my list is because season five, the ending isn't out yet. That's true. So that's there fair. you have it. Because it might totally bomb and ruin the whole thing. This is true. I guess that's the only show on my list that is still going. So anyway, Love it, Love is Blind is over. Well, I guess that's a little <laughs> different because you know, no, you're, you're right. Each season TV is contained. Yeah, my number. Oh, I wanted to. I thought of uh, honorable mention. Uh, oh, I yes. almost put Stargate SG One at my number ten because uh, I freaking love that show. Uh, I thought about Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, I need to watch that. that. I'm still good, making my way over. through Strange New Worlds, but um, we do own all ten or eleven seasons of SG One at my parents' house, so SG-1. it should probably be on my list instead of Love. Is That's Blind, definitely but. a Dan show. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. You know, it's like, it's very, it, it, that's another very nostalgic show, um, mm. watching it with my dad and everything, and um, just, it's, just great, it's a great time, it's a great time. I don't know if it's on any it's streaming fun. services, but um, anyway, number seven, we're at here. Uh, my number seven is a show called Psych. Oh, Psych. I haven't seen Psych. You haven't seen Psych. But a lot of um, people like Psych. Yeah, I, I really, really like Psych. I own it on DVD. Um, 
It is on Peacock currently, I think. Um, okay. Either that or Amazon Prime. Um, it is th- this this show kind of represents like the, the the murder mystery detective shows that um, mm-hmm. I enjoy. I grew up watching a lot of those with my parents, like on you know the, the NCIS of the, of the world, you know that sort of sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but Psych is just like. Do you know the premise, Joshua? Joshua? He's like a psychic, or he can like read people's minds or yeah. something. He's he's just like he's hyper observant. Like he doesn't have any actual psychic powers. Okay, so like he, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, or it's like it's like Sherlock, um, the right Benedict on. Cumberbatch show, where he's just like he's hyper observant. Um, like when you walk in a room, he can like observe the dirt that's on your shoe and like have a uh, a notion about what you did that day or whatever. Right. And <clears throat> so this makes him a really good detective. Um, and his dad was a police officer and detective for many, many years. And they have a whole father-son issue. A lot of uh, father issues, themes in the show. Um, and so he doesn't want to be a detective, but he kind of figures out that he can, like, in the first season, he figures out that he can, like, give tips to the police to get, like, mm. reward money. And so he's okay. doing it for like the money or whatever. I see. And he does that. Um, and then he is like, okay, I'm essentially like using this gift I have. How can I make money with it? So he starts this private detective agency called Psych, where he and his friend Gus um, are like freelance detectives for hire. And so. Like, the police will occasionally come to him with, like, help us on this case, um, or, you know, people will hire him out to, like, find who killed their cousin or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, like, a, a really well-written um, show, and it's, it's a comedy, and so there's a lot of his, the, the actors who play Sean and Gus, um, Sean's the main character, um, lots of great, like, just improv comedy bits throughout the show, mm-hmm. um, lots of, like, standing bits that go throughout the entire show like every time sean introduces himself and gus he introduces them he introduces himself as i'm sean and this is my partner and he makes up a new title or whatever Mm. um like this is my partner jazz hands or something and then he'll make up a new one every time he introduces him and it's a whole it's a whole thing cute um yeah it's just a it's a show that i watch a lot because it's like it's a murder mystery, but it's also hilarious, and it's very, like, my type of humor. Um, just the kind of, like, I don't know, John Mulaney style of humor, um, mm-hmm. if that means anything. Um, yeah, I just I have a great time with it, and it, like, Sean begins to, like, develop a relationship with this um, female detective who's on the force, and... He's obviously, like, lying to everybody about the... Like, he's, he's claiming that he's a psychic the whole time. Sure. And so he's obviously lying to everybody. And so he, like, he falls in love with this girl, and she falls in love with him, and they date for, like, a long time in the series. And then, like, eventually, like, tension builds throughout, like, the first five or so seasons where, like, eventually this is going to come crashing down on him. And, right. like, when that moment hits where she finds out that he's essentially a fraud... Like, I think they, they handle it really well, and it's really, it's really well done, and, like, mm. 
they balanced drama and comedy and all that stuff really, really well. So a dramedy, a dramedy, yeah, murder mystery, lovely. Lots of good yeah, stuff. That's Check definitely it. a show that I've like thought about watching for a long time, mm-hmm. and then something else comes along, yeah. and I don't. <laughs> you, you should watch it. It's but I, I, I watch a lot of TV, so yeah. Um, I'll have to put that on the list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my number seven is Parks and Rec. Oh, good. I love that show. Um, it's not Parks on my and list, Rec. But I do like it a lot. It's a oh, it's a banger. um i so like there's like a trio in my mind of like comedy shows that i like a lot Mm -hmm. you have parks and rec community and the office yeah those are like the big three for me and uh, the office did not make my list um because i think it it goes on too long and i can't (laughs) the it it just it yeah, but we'll, we'll we may or may not about talk it. about that later. Yeah, yeah we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. We'll uh, talk that's about what it. I thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, but Parks and Rec, I think it. Well, it was the first of those three that I watched, so there's that element mm-hmm. that keeps it above Community at the very least. But I think it is my kind of humor. Mm-hmm. I think it really hits me specifically uh, really well. I I love all the characters. Um, it's one of those examples of the show has time to really flesh out who a character is, like beyond just the most like crazy eccentric version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Over time, the characters like more more or less mellow out, sure. or like the the way that they express themselves and the way that they exist in a real world. Um, kind of like begins to feel normal in a way. Like Tom Haverford is a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, he's he's like a very eccentric, div- like, I don't even know how to explain him. Yeah. He's just, he's he's like the internet if it was a person. Yeah. <laughs> and just like all the capitalistic... Like he's he's the person that anything in capitalism can manipulate. <laughs> he is that. Yeah, sure. Um, the perfect customer. Um, and so like those people don't exist in real life. And eventually sure. he kind of becomes like a businessman and like has ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he takes he starts out as this crazy person and kind of begins to mellow out, I guess. And yeah. I think. All of the characters, especially Leslie Nope, who at the beginning, the first season or two, uh, which you can skip season one, by the way, guys. It's like five episodes. Like, just skip it. It's fine. I think that um, is why I never, I, I've never watched it all the way through because I just can't. I mean, that's what a lot of people say about The Office is they can't make it through the first season. And I say the same thing, like, just skip it and come back yeah. to it after you finish the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've never made it all the way through, but. I do enjoy the character. Like I like watching episodes here and there. But sure. Yeah, continue. It's just like Le- Leslie is like this very like she's loud and abrasive and she's super angry whenever she doesn't get her way. She's like not a very realistic human. Yeah. Um and over time I think she be- actually becomes one of the best characters in the show. And so I know a lot of people have turned away from the show because 
she's like super annoying at yeah. first. And I say, you know, like, just take your time. If you don't like her, you'll like her by the end. If right. you like her at the beginning, right. you'll love her at the end. Exactly. So I think every character, even characters that were like background office workers, mm-hmm. eventually become characters with things to say, uh, like Jerry and Donna. <laughs> Jerry. Um, yeah. They're like, I mean, yeah, and it, ah, wow, it's just so funny, too. Like, mm. everything in their show is really funny. It's very goofy to me. Um, Pawnee, Indiana. I don't know if Pawnee is real. I think it might Probably, be, but yeah. they they just have this funny, like, gag where everyone in Pawnee is, like, they're, like, the fourth most obese city in America yeah. with the first documented case of super diabetes. <laughs> and, uh, yes. you know, they have, like, this fast food chain called Paunch Burger. <laughs> and, you know, all this sort of funny stuff that... I really enjoy, and they like they poke fun at all of those things. Yeah. So, I just really like it. Um, Aziz Ansari, Chris Pratt, uh, Aubrey Plaza, Amy Poehler, Nick Offerman, uh, yeah, Rob Lowe, cast. Adam mm-hmm. Scott, Rashida Jones. You like, say Ben Schwartz? I love Ben Schwartz in that. Ben show. Schwartz shows up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jean Ralphio. Yes. Um, it's just. I mean, yeah. All of those people are super famous um, now, I would say. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Rob Lowe was like West Wing or whatever. So he's, yeah. he's plenty famous before. But um, it's just like it's, like, it's a cast of people that could be on SNL if they weren't already, because Amy Poehler was on SNL. But like everybody on that show could be on SNL. And yeah. I, I like SNL, but that's okay. You know, not a lot of people do anymore. <laughs> I've never um, really got into it. But. So yeah, Parks and Rec, go watch it. Uh, I think it's on Peacock yeah. right now. Um, you can watch it over there. It's good. <laughs> and it, it, it does also, it's not just like a comedy. It has like a lot of heartfelt moments too, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is nice. Like The Office. The Office does that pretty well too. Yeah, for sure. Cool. You okay. ready for my number six? I'm so ready. Are you ready? Are you guys ready for my number six? Uh, uh, my number six is a show called Gilmore Girls. Okay? <laughs> no <laughs> way, dude. Yes. I've been looking forward to talking about Gilmore Girls with you. Yo. <laughs> let's hear it, dude. Oh, my gosh. Please. Guys, I'm like the biggest Gilmore Girls fan in the entire world. Not really. You'll have to talk to my mom and my sister about that. I know. Our moms love that show. And, you know, I've obviously said nostalgia, right, is a big, is a big thing. And grew up, mm-hmm. well, I didn't really grow up watching it, but it was probably like late junior high, early high school when I like watched it for the first time, you know, by sitting in the same room as my mom and my sister who were watching it. Um, mm. And, you know, like over time, it just like became a show that I just like just really get into. <laughs> like I've awesome. I've watched it all the way through <laughs> multiple times. Um, it's a it's the kind of thing where it's just like when fall hits, like it's Gilmore Girls time because it, it that's just the vibe of the show for me. Um, it just has this like feel to it that just like it just makes you feel happy, you know, and just get like 
really invested in the characters and it's you know it's like it's relationship drama but like i'm into it i'm here for it mm. <laughs> you just and it's I, a lot of people don't like it because of the the writing and, and the way that the dialogue is de- delivered like the the main characters lorelei and rory like they're always they just like send off into this like comedic ramble that is obviously mm. written by somebody like nobody talks like this i see but like the way that they do it and and it's not just them like everybody in the show does this um the the humor just really works for me and the writing works for me and i like there's something about like the town that they live in stars hollow that is like it's the super idyllic like perfect town where there's never crime there's never mm. <laughs> like anything right. that goes like there's there's drama obviously and, and and that sort of thing um but it's just like this paradise of a town that would never exist where everybody is just like this like quirky uh-huh. mytho <laughs> yeah mythol myth mythological is the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. person that has all these weird character traits um but I I don't really I can never put my finger on why I like it so much. Um, it's another show where it's like you grow up with. Um, Rory starts in you know high school and you go through all the way through college and you know all the boyfriends and all this stuff mm. go through life. If you're a dean guy, guy or gal or Jess or Logan, you know the whole debate. Um, <laughs> I just like I'm just I love it. So I was watching it yesterday and. Because falls right around the corner, guys. It's Gilmore Girls time. Um, yeah, got a heat just, wave over yeah, here. It's you know, not fall. I think I think that's kind of why, or that that it speaks to how I watch shows. Like it's, I, um, I don't sit down and watch you know a whole season of like. Uh, for example, trying to think of an example. Like, you know, there are shows that I really like, like um, The Punisher, for example, is one. Mm-hmm. Where I watched it once, but I'm not going to, like, put it on for fun while I'm, like, cooking, right? Because <laughs> sure. it's The Punisher. And yeah. uh, it's a phenomenal show. Um, but, like, for me, TV shows that I can put on wh- whenever, wherever, and it like it's a comfort thing like it's a it's the escapism where it's like i get home yeah. from work put on a show that i can just like watch gilmore girl yeah just like <laughs> just just relax and just like let myself enter a a, a weird world you know that's definitely parks and rec yeah me. yeah um and especially with the rest of the shows on my list um say for one um that we will talk about, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm no shame. I love Gilmore Girls, man. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, and then there's no judgment fan. over here. Big fan. That's awesome. So. Congratulations to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um. All right. Is Gilmore Girls on your list? It's not on my <laughs> list, but you know what is on my list number six. Hmm. For all mankind. Oh wow! So low on your list, Joshua. Oh, well, you know, it was going to be number eight um, uh-huh. last week when we, ta- when we were planning on doing this episode. And, uh, well, 
the finale of the episode came, or the third it, it season, ended, right? yeah. and the third season is the uh, well, as far as I can tell, the last episode of the show. Mm-hmm. It felt very finale esque. Yeah. Um. Of course, I would gorge on any more content <laughs> that they could make for this show. Yes. Um. So, for for the sake of like, I'd put it at number one right now. But that's because I, you know, recency bias and all that. I'm yeah. gonna put it at number six, and it might even go down from number six sure. over time. Like, I've watched Parks and Rec as my number seven. Parks and Rec, I've watched it like six times through. Sure. You know, I've only seen every episode of For All Mankind once. But okay, so here's a rub, right? For All Mankind, as I've mentioned many times on this, pretty much like, every almost episode. every week <laughs> or the last like month. Yeah. Um. I've talked about this show. It's an alternate history where Russia lands on the moon before the U.S. And it's about how this changes the social structure of the country. Like, we're not the best country anymore. We gotta, we gotta, like, it's like the Cold War never ended. Mm -hmm. And um, we're always trying to beat Russia to the next thing. Like, they put a man on the moon, but we gotta put a man on the moon. They put a woman on the moon. We got to put a woman on the moon. Hmm. They are thinking about talking about thinking about putting a base on the moon. We got to put a base <laughs> on the moon. Then Russia's like, we got to put a base on the moon. Yeah. And so we got to, you know, and they're like always trying to up each other because America cannot lose at anything. <laughs> so they the must win. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they will sink unfathomable amounts of cash to be the best. No. We don't and do um, it's a show about this is fictional the astronauts and their ambition uh, to be, you know, the first men on Mars or the first men on the moon, and they want to do all these things. And it's a show about the ambition of engineers wanting to build the best rockets and the most efficient rockets, and you know, it's about it's about the ambition of 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 the wives of the astronauts to not be the wives of the astronauts. Mm. You know, they want to be the astronauts or they mm. want to own the business that sends the astronauts to space, you know, and it's, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it, it, it just, and one of the, my favorite things about it is every season is like a decade later. Mm. The season one is like yeah. late 60s and then it's like, 70s 80s and then we're going into like early mid 90s in season three and so the characters get older and you know so like you were 25 30 when you weren't went to the moon and now you're 60 and you're a has-been and that sucks so you want to continue to be a cool astronaut guy how can you get yourself back out there into the world and do mm. big things? And for all the business workers, you know, that people are falling in love and, and there's all that sort of stuff. And people, people get pregnant and it's crazy. <laughs> and um, oh. who's the father? Oh, and, no. you know, there's a lot of social issues back then that, sure. you know, are bad. Yes. And people were discriminated against people a lot more than they do today. Um, they still, of course, do 
a ton today, which is sad. Yes. Um, but it was a little. It was more blatant back then. Absolutely. And so they they kind of have like a, a a social reckoning, like three decades earlier than mm. we did, uh, which is kind of cool in a way. Um, it's like oh, Russia landed on the moon first, and this like communists people were better than us. How can we let that happen? We need to be better than them. And yeah. it kind of like forces them to be more like socialist, conscious, aware. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, that's kind of nice, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> imagine. Um, imagine. <laughs> yeah. This is what it could have been, you guys. Um, but there's also like a lot of people who don't believe in NASA's mission and... Um, they start rioting and protesting, and the government is doing this and that, and all this sort of stuff. It's so there's there's a lot of politics in the show, uh, of like NASA becomes self funding because they find a resource on the moon that can you can mine and like create sustainable clean energy. Uh, which side note, as a science aficionado, ah, yes. um, there is a substance on the moon called helium three. It's a real thing. Ah. Um, Unobtainium. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, um, it's like you can use this helium ion thing that's like been infused with radiation or something, mm. and Space like dust. do nuclear uh, fission instead of fusion, which is what the sun does. Mm. Uh, and fission generates more energy and less waste. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We just can't get the moon because it's way out there. <laughs> but it's Steal like a real thing that we could use to fuel all of Earth for like a really long time really? without generating a lot of waste, which is pretty cool. We don't need the moon. We can just go grab it. Um, yeah, like grew. <laughs> yeah, steal the moon. Um, so just a little side note that they like use actual science in the show yeah, too. That's cool. And it's it's shot really well. All of the actors are doing an amazing job. I cried uh, one time. There were many many weeks, uh, in, especially in season three, when I'm sitting in this bed right here watching it on my phone because for whatever reason Apple TV looks terrible on my 1440p monitor but looks amazing on my little iphone um it's weird it and i literally like i'm sitting up i'm like ah, what the? <laughs> like screaming in my bed yeah. at the craziness that this show is going on so it's been an honor to watch it as it's been released um i cannot talk about it enough uh Sadly, it's over, so maybe I won't talk about it anymore. Well, you know, I'll get around um, to watching it, and we'll have to yeah. talk about it. I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I, I wow. just need to keep going, because I, I believe you that it's great. But, yeah, it uh, is really good. It's the sixth best TV show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. All right. I'm good. I'm at six. We're in the top, uh, top five now. Uh, this is the beginning of my my sitcom uh, series here. Sitcom era. It's my sitcom era. It's my first, the first sitcom on my list, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, New Girl is my number five. Mm. I, I gotta watch that. watched New Girl for the first time not too long ago. It was probably 
uh, probably two years ago now when I started watching it, maybe even less than that. But um, it's not super long. I think four or five seasons, maybe. Um, and yeah, I I I, I love sitcoms. Um, I've talked about comedy, um, and I think like New Girl is like the. I haven't seen very many modern sitcoms, but I would venture to say that it's the best modern sitcom. Um, as as in, like, the past... Well, I guess The Office isn't that. The Office and, like, whatever. Um, Office is this, a mockumentary. It's not a sitcom. That's true. It's, like, I think it's technically a sitcom, but it's not, like... Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about New Girl. Um, I I just... I love the, the core cast of characters... Um, and the, you know, situational comedy that they get themselves into. Um, and, you know, it, it, it is like they try a little bit too hard sometimes to, like, have emotional moments and, like, pull, it, pull at your heartstrings mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, um, where it becomes, like, a little bit of, like, okay, enough of that. But All right, guys. Um, I love just, like, you get really... I've said this about every show. You get really invested in the characters, even though they're just like, you know, it's a sitcom. Like you, you talked about Parks and Rec. Like these are not real people and they don't act like real people a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are like characteristics that are very relatable. Like one of the main characters, Nick, is very like, um, he, he hates banks and he doesn't have a bank account and he doesn't have a credit score or a cell phone number. And like he's he's very like, anti just like uh government and whatever (laughs) and he just like the and the comedy that contrasts that with schmidt who is like ultra um kind of capitalist like you were talking about with um forget the character's name um parks and rec tom and is very like buys all the nice clothes and and all this stuff um and just like the contrasting characteristics um, with the core cast of characters is really fun. Um, and I think, you know, with these shows, writing is a big, is obviously a big thing. And I think it's written super well. And all the characters are like really, really fun to watch. And, mm. you know, it has a lot of fun, like, guess Like, Megan Fox is in the show for like six or seven episodes, and she's like mm. hilarious in the show. Nice, um, like fun guest stars like that. Um, yeah, I, and it and it's one of those shows that I can put on whenever and just like, yeah. There are a few episodes just that are like genuinely hilarious. Um, mm. So you should, yeah, you should get give that one a watch sometime. For sure. New girl on, is that on Netflix? Still? It is on Netflix still. Still. There you have it. Yeah. What's your um, number five? My number five is also on Netflix. Oh. Um, it's called Soul Eater. Soul this is, uh, Eater. Yes, this is an anime. It's my favorite anime. Oh. So, spoiler alert for that, I guess. Because um, I didn't want to put a different one on top of this one, so I was like, well, this is the top. Um, Soul Eater is about... So, like, in this world, Death himself... Um, the death god is like this goofy, laughable character 
and he's kind of like worshipped as this goofy nice guy that is like hey i'm death you know yeah. I, I i can't do the impression right now but i'm death i'm death <laughs> he's just like he's very extra yeah. and like just like a weirdo um who's kind of like obsessed with death on the side like he's just like this funny leader guy who doesn't do a lot on his own but everybody is like i mean it's just like a normal world no one's odd but it's like death is the thing that they kind of like hail as the top dog Mm -hmm. um and so they all live in death city um and people who go to the school uh which is the like oh gosh i can't even remember the name of it it's like death weapon academy or something Mm. and uh you can either become a weapon or a meister and uh people who become weapons literally um can turn into weapons. So there's like the main guy, Soul, is his name. He turns into a big scythe. And um, other people can turn into ninja stars or just a katana sword mm-hmm. or something, you know, whatever weapon they are. And then the Meister is the person that wields them. And their souls can like resonate. And so they learn how to resonate their souls together to increase their power. Mm. And so they fight people who are, um, they're called, de- what, are they demons? I think they have, they have a different name for them in the show. It's been a while since I watched this. I should really watch it again. I've been planning it for a long time. It's your favorite it. anime of all time. I know, I, I know. It's, it's <laughs> terrible. Um, they, um, I can't, I just can't remember the name. It's demon in Japanese, but it's not oni, which is the traditional word. It's something else. Um, they are like like actual like what you would actually consider like demons and death to be sure. like they're much more like scary. pentagrams and dark and scary and evil and stuff mm. um so they fight them and like collect their souls and eat them as you would expect and when you eat 100 souls you get to become one of death's personal weapons to fight against the demons um so that's like the goal of soul our main character he wants to be a death scythe um and it's about him and mika maka excuse me maka wow this is (laughs) is horrendous (laughs) for me um it's about maka and soul trying to achieve that goal to collect 100 souls Mm. and there's like other characters like black star and subasa and Death the Kid, who is uh, Death's son. Okay. Um, and he Death wields twin sisters who turn into pistols, oh. um, which is kind of a fun. Cool. Um, and so it's just like those, those three pairs of characters uh, like growing over the course of 50 episodes. And I think Maka has like my favorite character arc ever. Hmm. She's just like... She's very timid, and she kind of, like, unself-assured, but she's also, like, the meister, so she has to be in control and in charge. Um, and so she kind of has to figure out how to be a meister and how to be uh, confident and brave. Mm. And it's, it's beautiful. It's really nice. nice. And the action is really good, and the story overall is really nice. 
um, with a lot of these shows that I like a lot is the world building and um, side characters getting to be just as important as main characters. Um, so that's it's just it's just a really good time. It's only fifty episodes, which I think is it's like average for an anime yeah. these days. Well. A lot of shows are just like 12 or 13. Sure. But then they're like, oh, we'll do a second season, and then they never do. Mm. Um, so, but Soul Eater is finished, too, which is nice. Nice. Um, so you can watch it without worrying about it not ending. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good show. You guys should watch. Nice. I'd, I'd say that's like a worth of first anime. Okay. And, which is like a, it's like a whole sub- discussion topic for yeah. people trying to get their friends into anime it's like what's the first what's a good first one yeah i'd say soul eater isn't a bad first one i mean i guess i have like i've watched all of dragon ball z in my in my lifetime i haven't even watched dragon so, ball z I, th- I guess i have had a first anime but um i guess pokemon which now you can play as goku in fortnite so that's exciting for yeah that's the whole thing I'm, my whole twitter timeline is Videos of Vegeta swinging as Spider-Man and then (laughs) killing someone with a lightsaber and then, yeah, yeah, doing the gritty. It's it's wild. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad that I never got into Fortnite. Dude, it was so good. It was so good. If I would have gotten into it at the beginning like you did, I guess. I don't play it now. Right, right. The 13-year-olds are too good. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, it was. It's a whole thing. It was so good. Um, Back when no one ha- knew how to play. Yeah, that's kind of how All I right, feel you got- about multiverses. I'm like, when people, oh, I mean, no. people are already really good about it, but I'm I'm happy to be in in on it at the beginning. Dude, season one started yesterday. Season we got to get in play. on it. Maybe some, you know, today or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Freaking top um, golf. All right, uh, number four. Right. Yeah. Tell me. My number four is the Mandalorian. Oh wow! So, yeah, it's it's up there. I um I did not consider the Mandalorian. Yeah, I I think it's it, it a lot of it is um it's very easy to consume. Like it's a Star Wars show. Um, I love Star Wars: The Clone Wars, for example, but it's not as easy to just like watch in a sitting. I mean, it's a it's a kids' cartoon show, so you can watch a few episodes just once, but like. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to watch, you know, five, six, seven seasons in a row to, like, get the full effect of it. And, like, I don't watch it that often, um, which mm-hmm. maybe you'll talk about it. Who's to say? Who's um, to say? And, anyway, I just love experiencing Star Wars through the TV medium. And I would love it for more Star Wars shows to be good. <laughs> maybe, perhaps, and, uh, uh, Star Wars Wyvern. Yeah, maybe perhaps that's a TV show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Mandalorian specifically, like it, I, I really enjoy the the way the story is kind of set up. Like it's it's very Monster of the Week set up, where it's mm. each episode is for the most part self contained, and uh, the Mandalorian and uh, Baby Yoda, Grogu, start Grogu. and end each episode and relatively the same space you know like especially the first season um each episode begins they're in the ship they land on a planet they do a thing they get back on the ship and you know 
rinse and repeat next week next. for a new adventure. Um, the second season is a little bit more um, connected throughout, but even even then, like it's very um, contained episode to episode. Um, sure. And I I like that for the just for the fact that I can watch you know episode four of the first season by itself and like it's its own thing and I could be like cool and I don't have to watch the rest of the season to be mm-hmm. like satisfied by the story. Um. Uh. Yeah. And obviously we love Star Wars and um. Do we? We do. <laughs> I don't have I, any uh, Star Wars in my background. That's true. I only have Marvel and a cow. You don't have <laughs> uh, any Star Wars, but you have Thor, Love and Thunder, the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Go Thor. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, Actually, there's Star Wars over there. I have, a little, it's I have a little guy up there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, like, I, I want it to keep going. I hope, it's, I hope the next season is good. Um, the best episodes of the Book of Boba Fett are the Mandalorian episodes. Uh, those two Oops. episodes are phenomenal um, in comparison to the rest of that show, which is uh, pretty trash, in my opinion. Pretty, pretty great. It's not good at all. <laughs> super, super, super good. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, The Mandalorian is pretty high on my list. I don't have a ton to say about it. It's just like, it's Star Wars, and it's TV, and it's really fun. And I think the action is really good. It shot pretty well, acted pretty well. They used and the uh, the dome thing. Yeah, they used the volume very well, very effectively. Um, and I'm I just I just love it. I, I love it a lot. He's so. into it. He's into it. Uh, it's tight. it's not concluded yet, but you know, true very as true. it stands right now. I'm I'm a big fan of that show. Mm. I'm happy for you that yeah. I haven't even. I haven't rewatched a single episode of Mandalorian. Yeah, I, it um, it really works for so. me for whatever reason. So, I mean, I don't hate it. I I like it too quite a bit. I'm excited yeah. to watch it with my parents one day. One uh, day they haven't even watched Miss Marvel, dude. Yeah, come on, guys. What a banger TV show that it's is. Really that good. Should be on my list. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's not though. It's too short. Um, it's short. are we ready for number four? Yep. That was my, my number, number four. F- What's your number four? My number four, which I hope dearly is in your list, <laughs> uh, is Daredevil. Ah, yes. It is in my list. Uh, it is on your list. Hype. Let's talk about it. Um, yes. Daredevil, uh, which I guess all of a sudden now is not over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. It, um, it, the, as the, it... As it stands, th- this Daredevil that we are discussing is over. It will not be the same, and it will be worse. I am just like, I'm just being honest <laughs> with myself <laughs> that the season that they're making now will be worse than what we currently have. Nah, dude, it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be so great. It will be good, probably, but like, it's not gonna be as good as the show as it stands. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. It's my uh, um, it's my number two, I should say. Oh wow! All right, my number two show of all time. Yeah. So for me, Daredevil, um, the only reason it's not higher um, is because, or like at least number three, the my top two are set in stone. There's nothing yeah. changing those two. Sure. Um, but it could have been number three if not for the second half of season two. Mm-hmm. I think 
personally is just kind of a low point. It is for sure. Um, I think this this show, uh, the villain or, or sorry, the the heroes are perfect. Yep. Nothing, no flaws in my opinion. Karen, Foggy, and uh, Charlie Cox. What's his Matt? Matt. Yes. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. AKA Daredevil. Yep. Those three, perfect. I have zero notes mm-hmm. on those three. Um, yes. So I think that the show kind of lives or dies by the villain uh, at the time. Yep. Uh, Wilson Fisk, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, is uh, 10 out of 10. He's, He's perfect. He is perfect. There are, I have no notes. Yep. It's literally like no one can play that character better than him. Oh, yeah. No. He is sure. absolutely perfect. Uh, the writing is so great. The action. There's a lot of long takes. I've kind of, I've kind of suddenly become aware that I like long takes hmm. more. Like, and so, like, I'll be watching. I started a show on Apple TV uh, last night called Doctor Brain. Hmm. It's about a scientist who wants to download the memories of dead people to solve crime. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. It's interesting. Um, There's a lot of weird (laughs) psychedelic stuff going on with like the dreams of inside people, um, which I'm not a huge fan of. But the rest of it seems pretty interesting. So we'll I'll keep you guys posted on that one. (laughs) Um, Gosh, what was I talking about? Uh, You were talking about long takes. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) completely unrelated. Um, There's a lot of shots in that show that I got angry at because they cut too early, like a car. A car's driving around this turn, and they cut before it makes it around the corner mm-hmm. all the way. And I'm like, why couldn't you just let it drive for two more seconds? Yeah. You know? It wouldn't, it wouldn't kill you. It, but that's like, yeah, it's sure. just such a weird little thing. But uh, I started to notice, to notice it. More it. Often, yeah. yeah. And so Daredevil has at least one, like, five-minute long take yeah. action scene every season it's phenomenal yeah. and it's so Especially well done oh yeah the first season it's amazing you guys so, gotta watch daredevil i'm telling you it really is so good you gotta watch and, this show before they put it on disney plus or put the new yeah. season on disney plus and so it's yeah as i was saying though that the, the villains kind of make or break the show so season one is um all kingpin Yep. And then it goes into the Punisher and in season, two. in season two. And then there is like the the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is I, I get it confused because in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles they're the foot. Um <laughs> it is the, the hand. foot clan. But yeah, they're the hand. Uh which is also prominent in the freaking horrible show Defenders. Yeah. Uh don't watch any of the other Marvel Disney or Marvel uh Netflix shows. Um I actually kind of liked Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Punisher's, Punisher's good, really good. But that's basically Daredevil. <laughs> so I've heard Jessica Jones is really good. I never I haven't I literally haven't watched the other 3 Jessica Jones, Iron Fist or Luke Cage. I watched Defenders mm-hmm. cuz Daredevil's in it. Um, right. And you kind of need to Sigourney know what Weaver happens. Is in it. You kind of need to know what happens in Defenders to watch season three of Daredevil, is it where he? Oh, I suppose he like explodes at the end of Defenders, and so you need to know that he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Um, yeah, so there's like, they kind of, it's weird with the hand, it's kind of like this faceless villain uh, that I'm not a huge fan yeah, of, it's... and then season three goes back to Kingpin, Yeah, um, and they're like, they're like, oh wait, guys, this guy's it... perfect, let's go back. Yes. I think, yeah, the problem with season two is like, it gets into like, mythical, like magical powers, mm-hmm. and Daredevil really like it it thrives when it's like this is just he is just a blind dude who's punching people and wilson fisk is just like a really rich rich guy guy. with lots of connections like it's very like it's extremely grounded in that way and so Mm -hmm. when they bring in you know magic and all this stuff guys who can stop their own hearts from beating so they don't hear his heartbeat it's like okay okay (laughs) and it just doesn't it doesn't have a very strong, like, central villain presence. Like, it, like you said, it's the hand as an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, but, anyway, you keep going. I mean, going there is a I'll face, but it it's kind later. of a spoiler, I guess. But, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I just, I think all of the characters are really well written. It, it, it feels like it has, like, drama elements to it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've talked about this in the past. You like characters, superheroes specifically, that go to Catholic churches and have <laughs> confessions yes. and talk to priests and stuff. Yes. And I think the literal first scene of this show is Matt Murdock giving a confession. Yes. Um, it's incredible. So that's pretty hype. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll let you talk about it more when you get sure. to it. My number two. So. Hit up your number three. My number three is a sitcom called Friends. Everybody's favorite oh. sitcom, Friends. Um, like Friends? Yeah, I mean, it's... Everybody likes... Well, not everybody. I'm sure there are lots of people who don't like Friends, but it's Friends, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there for you. Um, mm. it's, de- like it's definitely like a show that I will... I own on DVD, and I will continue to watch it for all of eternity until I die. Um, because I just, I feel like it is, it's already stood the test of time. Um, like it, I don't remember like what year it ended in, but it, it is very. I want to say like 2000, 2001. Yeah, maybe? something like that. It's not like, it's not like super old, but it is like you watch it and you're like, wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the things people wear and all oh, that yeah. sort of thing. It's very early. It's kind of, they're kind 90s. of in fashion again though. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, it's. It is definitely, like, it's not a perfect show either. Like, it's the characters, you said, like, in Parks and Rec, the characters kind of mellow out, where in, mm-hmm. like, Friends, the characters don't mellow out at all, <laughs> and they just gradually keep getting more. Well, some of them do. But, like, Joey, for example, gets, like, he starts the se- series, like, um, kind of, like, ignorant and arrogant and, like, silly. Mm-hmm. but he's not like stupid but like towards right. like at the end of the series he's like he's stupid <laughs> like he's right. just a, he's just a dumb person who like doesn't uh-huh. understand life and so like they they kind of take the characters in those types of directions where it's it's not as i don't know it's not as good but as lots of shows as they go on for too long probably sure sure, um, sure. and the whole you know, it's it, the Rachel and Ross and they, they keep mm. breaking up and getting back together and all that. It's so um, good. It's just great. Um, 
truly like I mean some hilarious stuff. I mean it's obviously very funny. Um and one of the shows that I watch the most often. Um if you're in my house, I'm either watching The Office, Friends or New Girl um while I'm doing stuff around the house or whatever and Friends is just like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it because <laughs> it's just it's friends. It's just you friends, guys. you know. Um, I can't. It sounds like it sounds. Um, uh, what's the word? Not cliche, but it's like I, I can't imagine my life without it. You know that sort of mm. thing. Where it's like it's it's been such it's been around for forever. Our parents watched it. We watched yeah. it. Our kids will watch it. Of course. And I have so and many we'll memories. we'll be ashamed of, like... of how dark and dirty the humor is. <laughs> we didn't have cable. So, like, we would watch cable when we went on vacation and on the hotel TV. And we would stay, me and Kelsey would stay up late and watch it on the, you know, hotel TV and that sort of thing. And um, wow. as kids, we'd watch you it, you so know, cute. Nick at night when our parents were mm. asleep because they wouldn't let us Nick watch it otherwise. Um, <laughs> and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's just, it's so good. It's friends, man. It's friends. I'll be there for you. They'll be there for me. They'll be there for you. Dude. Wow. <laughs> it's the whole so thing. beautiful. Yeah. You can enter this apartment and like you have friends because you're watching them through their you're lives. And them. like they're your friends. Whoa. It's this whole thing. So <laughs> it's my, my thing about friends. Uh, it's up to me for number three. Yep. Yep. My number three. This is the... Uh, the one I'm most excited to see a reaction of. Oh, good. As it's been, it's it's not like anything else on this list. Yeah. Was this My a documentary or something? Is Survivor? Ah, yes. I think you've talked about it before, but I I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would never have guessed Survivor. that it would be on your you list. You guys, okay. I I'm not a huge reality TV fan mm. at all, personally. I think, um, but this specific show and I. The the reasons I'm about to say why I like this show are literally <laughs> reality TV. Yep, yep. But, like, just understand. It's the specific scenario that I like, not sure. the reality. Um, uh, 20 castaways, 39 <laughs> days. Um, you make them do challenges. You make them vote each other out. It's the most savage, <laughs> like, popularity contest yeah. ever. And it's like, I don't know, you can, you can literally, like, with, with people talking to each other and, like, keeping secrets and lying and, <laughs> and deception and all that stuff, and then you have, like, the immunity idols and stuff to, to save yourself from a vote, there, there's enough there for a million years hmm. of seasons. Like, How you can many literally, uh, 42. Oh, wow. All right. I, I think. think I can say that I've literally never seen an episode of Survivor. That is, is a tragedy. This is good to hear. Um, I'll probably watch an episode. It's all on Paramount Plus. Oh. Okay. Um, and I can I can tell you that for a fact because um, <laughs> last summer I lived in Spokane basically alone because my roommate was working all the time. And uh, when I wasn't working at the baseball stadium, I was recording YouTube videos for my YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Razumafu. That's not an actual link. Just go to Razumafu on YouTube. It's great. Um, and uh, I watched all 40 seasons of Survivor <laughs> over that summer. Wow. Um, it was so much fun. 
there's so much lore and like <laughs> uh survival royalty and like background stuff that you like start to understand yeah like the people who go on the show today grew up on survivor and know everything mm. about survivor so they're like oh yeah i was back when you know russell was burning people's socks and he's my <laughs> hero i want to play just like him like there's literal like yeah there's like a myth multiple about these of, characters yeah, yeah. And so, and then you have, you know, Survivor All-Stars. You get all these people who have won Survivor, or they are fan favorites. You get them together, and then they play each other, right? And there's all these different stipulations, and they start to have fun with the tribes and stuff. Nowadays, they have gone a little bit too far with all the extra rules and stuff. Like, it used to be there's 20 people, you have an immunity idol, there's one immunity idol at a time. You, maybe you play it for the right person. You save him for a day. Sure. Nowadays, there's idol nullifier, which I actually think is a good thing. Um, just, but just those two things would be cool. Mm. Um, but there's like, you can steal a vote. You can have an extra vote. You can, uh, instead of voting, you can roll a dice. And if you roll a six, then you are safe. And, but you can only do it once per season. And, you know, they have all this extra stuff that you can do. Um, it, like, feels like it's not in the hands of the Alliance structure, which is the actual social experiment that they started with. Mm. And I think they, they feel like they need to one-up themselves every season. And uh, it's just not necessary because yeah. people lying to each other and whether or not they know the lie is, like, enough for me for a million years, as I said. Mm. Um, you could write a book on how to play Survivor. Um, and there is one person, his name is Cochran. He wrote a, uh, his like thesis to Harvard Law no on the jury system in, uh, Survivor. And of course, ABC or CBS, not ABC, CBS mm -hmm. picked up that story and they were like, this is cool. And they put him on the show, and he played. Uh, he didn't win, um, and then he played in the All Star season because people loved him so much. And he did win oh, nice. the All Star season. He learned so hype for Cochran. Um, there's so I many hearing iconic that name, players. But I had no idea yeah. what it was it meant. He's awesome. There's like yeah, there's so many iconic people: uh, Colby, Troyzan, uh, Boston Rob, Coach, like. Sandra, Parvati, um, there. I mean, I could literally go on. You know, there's yeah. so many cool people that went and played once or twice and just had like iconic moments. Um, there's a couple seasons in the you know late '90s, early 2000s, um, where people say things that they shouldn't say. Um, <laughs> But, you know, that's, you know, it was a different time. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's whatever. Not really a great excuse. But I just looked um, like it started in 2000. So it's like. Oh, 2000. Not wild. late 90s. Yeah. yeah. So 40 seasons in 20 years. It's crazy. Um, and every single one. Well, not every single one. But most of the seasons are bangers. Yeah. Um, the first couple seasons, they didn't even have immunity idols. It was just people lying to each other. <laughs> um, Is it still going? 
Are they still making? Yeah, huh. they're still making seasons. They've been I mean, in Fiji for like the last five years, yeah. and they've done every season in Fiji, which is kind of lame, because uh, they used to be like Survivor Cameroon and uh, you yeah. know Survivor India, and you know they went yeah. to cool places and did cool things with the culture and stuff. You know, like Amazing Race kind of does. Yeah, shout out um, to the Amazing Race. That was my uh, growing up. That was our show. Oh it. yeah. Um. So. It's been fun. Oh, also shout out to Australian Survivor. Oh. Okay. Australia. On CBS two, there's a couple seasons of Australian Survivor, which is what Survivor should be. Uh or what it was, you know? Okay. It's but it's like twice as many people for twice as long. And the challenges are like, you know, rugby <laughs> just wrestling and breaking bones and like very very like visceral strongman challenges and like everyone is super jacked and <laughs> it's just it's hype yeah. but it's just voting and idols there's no like all these uh, extra crazy rules sure. so it's just like this huge epic <laughs> version and it's so much fun and everybody has an australian accent so it's like extra fun to hear all them talk yeah. about voting each other out, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that's a lot of fun. I talked about Survivor for ten minutes. Okay, you go. All good. Uh, we're we're up to our our top two. Uh, top two. I want to see if I can guess your top two before we get to it. But um, I already said okay. my number two is Daredevil. Yep. Um, and I know what your number one is. Yeah, you you know. Um, I know. Yeah, we talked about Daredevil a little bit already, so I don't know um where to start. But yeah, I mean. It, I think, like, it's the best, like, superhero thing ever. I think I'd have to say that it is. Um, it's, Which is so funny, because his name is Daredevil, and he's, like, yeah. a blind, just a blind guy. Yeah. Um, there's just, like, it's hard to even put it into words, because it's not, it's not everybody's thing, and it is, like, it's very violent and whatever, so it, it didn't get you know spreader it wasn't like a cultural phenomenon i guess because it wasn't right as accessible as say like a pg-13 marvel movie um mm -hmm. but shout out thor love and thunder <laughs> yeah i mean those two things daredevil and thor love and thunder man <laughs> very very different things very um, different i i love daredevil because it's like it I think it like it is the most practical superhero thing aside from like the the latter half of season two where we talked about magic and stuff, mm -hmm. um, where it's like the the like the one take fight sequence in season one where it's just like cameras locked on a hallway and it's just like slowly moving down the hallway while Daredevil just like goes from room to room and fighting people in between the hallway and it's like I don't know three to five minutes. And, like, he'll punch a guy down to the ground, but, like, that guy will get back up, and, like, he'll punch Daredevil to the ground, and, like, he'll fall over for a little bit, and then he'll get back up, and then just, like, it feels like, like, this is, it's not Iron Man shooting his hand at somebody once, and, like, the fight's right. over. Like, it's, he, it's, it's, it's like, real. it's brawling, you know? I mean, it's mm -hmm. obviously, it's stunt um, performing and that sort of thing. Sure. Um. But it feels real, and it feels like each 
punch that Daredevil takes, you're like, oh gosh, jeez, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> and well, um, the the Murdochs were made to take a beating. Yeah, it's like yeah. part of their whole family your legacy. Yeah, his Matt Murdock's dad was a boxer, and he was in some like um, gang violence type thing where he owed money to a uh, to somebody, and they killed him over it or whatever, and. Matt Murdock got chemicals in his eyes or whatever, and mm-hmm. he was blinded, and so the rest of his senses were heightened, and that's how he's able to like be a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also a lawyer, and so for those who don't know, he's a lawyer during the day, and a superhero during the night. You can see him featured in uh, the greatest <sighs> Spider-Man yeah. film of all time, <laughs> uh, according to some. <clears throat> according to some. Not I. I would not be there. Um, Not going to that conference. Um, So yeah, it's the drama of it where it's this guy who is a lawyer and who is like just like hard and fast on like sticking to the written law and this is the way things are and like um, he's not killing anybody because he's obviously against that but like he has this Mm -hmm. obvious conflict within him where he's fighting for the law but there are things that the that are happening in his city that the law can't touch like and or is not quick enough not quick enough to yeah or it turns a blind eye to and so he decides to fight crime on his own during the like people at nighttime doing bad things Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing saving people before they are murdered or whatever and like you said like lots of conversations with his the man who essentially helped raise him his um priest at his church who he he lived at the orphanage there and um so he has lots of conversations with him about like he's also also a devoted catholic and so wrestling with all these things of i'm i believe in a god who is who says he's going to protect people, but I'm living in this city where people are, you know, killed, raped, everything every day, mm-hmm. and I have to take it upon myself. And if I have to take it upon myself, what does that say about the God that I say that I believe in? You know, it's a whole thing. It's a commentary about religion and faith and 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 the justice system and everything. And, and he gets really into it with. The Punisher, who is a guy that kills people. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, the, I mean, the first few episodes of season two are, I mean, probably some of my favorite of the show. Um, mm-hmm. People talk about that scene of Daredevil and the Punisher on the rooftop where they have a really long conversation about um, Punishers. It's, it's, like a, it's like more than one episode yeah, <laughs> of just yeah. those two guys sitting up there. He's chained on a roof, and the Punisher is like, I don't know why you're trying to stop me. Like, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, but I'm doing it more effectively because I'm killing the criminals so that they can't get out of prison and do criminal stuff again. And mm-hmm. um, that is a good commentary about, like, you know, you're taking the law into your own hands. What does that mean? All this stuff. And the supporting... Yeah. The supporting cast, Karen, Karen and Foggy, um, Foggy's his law firm partner, and Karen is essentially their like assistant at during the first season. Um, and 
yeah i mean i don't want to i don't want to spoil the entire series for everybody but sure 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 um they both get it's some really fun stuff to do and yeah the, the you talked about kingpin i mean wilson fisk is wow one of the best villains ever put to screen i'd say in mm. that show and amen, then they amen. put him in hawkeye and it's uh, a travesty he's terrible uh, in that show i haven't seen it yeah that's uh... it's uh it's pretty bad um that part is anyway but and yeah season three is just like yeah it's masterpiece i mean <laughs> it's just like it's so good it's, you guys it is so good and i don't want to spoil any of it for you just know that it is a masterpiece and you should watch it so Dude, Poindex, it yeah. ends pretty good it ends beautifully and i don't think they should make another season i'll gladly watch another season um, mm-hmm. they are making it and i will watch it um, it's 18 episodes, yeah. so it's not going to be the six episode. I think, I guess, with Andor and uh, Daredevil now, Reborn, as they're calling it, yeah. um, we're going to, maybe they'll move away from the six episode structure. I think She-Hulk is probably yeah. still six episodes. I wasn't going to watch She-Hulk, but Daredevil's in it, so. There you go. There we go. You gotta watch it now. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Okay, you want to guess What's my that? top two? We'll see how yeah, good you are. I feel like... I feel like you probably have a good idea. <laughs> I feel like Lost is there somewhere, either one or two. Mm. Um, is it your number two? Is Lost your number two? No. You can just say no. Okay. Lost did not make the list. Oh, actually. really? Okay. I, f- I thought... Yeah. I thought it was an sure. honorable mention earlier. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Very, very good until like season five or six when they go insane. Man, what what else would be on your list? When they go when they go crazy. You already used your anime picks. Uh-huh. Is it Clone Wars? Is Clone Wars on your list? Star Wars the Clone Wars is number two. Yeah, nice. Very good. Very uh, good. You Star can Wars the Clone Wars. defend the Clone Wars after I kind of talked oh. about it. Uh well you only said that you don't feel that it's like accessible because it's very long. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think, I would say that you're looking at the seasons uh, incorrectly. Probably. Um, there are shorter arcs within each season, yes. three or four episodes usually, that you can do. So, like, off the top of my head, the best four episodes of the whole show, uh, Sans season seven, um, the Umbara arc mm-hmm. uh, where they go to a dark planet uh, that oh, doesn't have right. and they have like a, a Jedi that comes and takes over the 501st for Anakin he's sent away mm-hmm. and uh, his name is something and he is a big guy <laughs> like um, uh, what's his name Jet the big yeah. um, Dexter the guy. Jetser Dexter <laughs> yeah yeah he's the same alien as that guy he uses two Huge double bladed lightsabers. Um, he's awesome. I can't think of his name. Krell yeah. Pong Krell. That's his name. Pong Krell. And um, it's all about the clones and like all these guys who are bred and born for war, mm-hmm. um, and how they're literally the same person a million times over, and. It's like about them talking to each other and trying to figure out how they're different and all this stuff. It takes place over four episodes, um, and it's beautiful. It really is. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say this again. 
It's oh wow, it's so good. And then it goes uh immediately preceding it is the Water War, uh which is a four episode mm-hmm. arc all underwater uh talking about the politics between the Mung Calamari and the Quarren who both uh live on Mongkala. So uh Admiral Akbar is there. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like about the water creatures and the politics and there's this shark guy from the separatists and so it's so super good yeah um yeah so there's there's a ton of like episodic kind of things that they start to do um you can find an official chronological order on Mm -hmm. starwars.com for the episode viewing because it did start as an anthological series yeah and uh anthological is that a word we're just gonna say it is yeah (laughs) um and so the the characters kind of bounce around from time to time. I think the first episode chronologically is like season two, episode 16 or something. Sounds right. Uh, it's called Cat and Mouse. Um, I know that. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot about this show. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's there's like, of course, there's the plot hole of Ahsoka existing. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because in episode three of Star Wars itself, Revenge of the Sith, um, there's this huge problem that Anakin has with the Jedi Council about not being the rank of master, and he wants to be a master. Yeah. Uh, but then in the Star Wars The Clone Wars movie and the seven-season TV show, <laughs> he is a master, Yeah. Uh, and he trains Ahsoka. So it's kind of this weird little thing that they didn't canon, really think about. It's all canon, but it's like, well... It's like... Yeah, so that's, like, that's one little thing, but... Uh, Ahsoka, Ashley Eckstein's character, is phenomenal. Uh, I think she's really good. Uh, I think she grounds Anakin. Side note, uh, actually, main point, um, (laughs) Anakin Skywalker is the best character in this show Mm -hmm. by a million miles. And uh, it's the best Anakin has ever been. Uh, No one will ever top this uh, Anakin. Shout out Matt Lantner. Uh, He plays a random rebellion pilot on the in season one of Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, for, if for nothing else, the Clone Wars existing gave us a really, really good version of Anakin. If, if that's yeah. the only thing, that's worth it, because he's so good in that Like, when, when Obi-Wan talks about Anakin in episode four, um, and he's, like, reminiscing about him being a good pilot and a good friend, mm-hmm. I think of Clone Wars, yeah. not... Attack of the Clones. Because you don't see any of that in, in Attack yeah, of the Clones. Yeah, exactly. They talk about all these fun times, and we don't get to see any of them. Well, if you wanted to, there's seven, seven seasons of a seasons. TV show yeah. of Anakin and Obi-Wan being absolute bros. Yeah. It's so, 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 like, so good. a lot of good Obi-Wan stuff, too. Like, he has a whole romance subplot. And yeah. That's, like, that's great. It's great stuff. He, he literally would have left the Jedi Order. Yeah. If this girl said, I love you, yep. like he was ready Beautiful. to dip. Yeah. So you think that he might understand when Anakin reveals Padme, but he never does. Also, he totally knows <laughs> about Padme in the show. Definitely He's like, yeah, I, I get it. Um, yeah, we all and he admits know as Anakin. much in episode three. Yeah. But it's just like, oh. and Ahsoka also knows. Uh, yeah. She talks to Obi-Wan about it. Um, and the clones are super good. They don't get, like, anything in the movies. Yeah, yeah. 
um, which is funny because the second one is called Attack of the Clones. They don't even attack um, in that movie. Well, they, they do at the very I end. I mean, they do. But yeah, at the very end. Um, but there's like, you know, there's episodes where it's just clones mm-hmm. training yep. and like learning how to be clones. And then there's this like one clone who had a crack in the cell he was born in. So he's like morphed and like looks old and they like are mean to him. Mm-hmm. And so these guys are like the losers. And so they like befriend him and stuff. And then a couple seasons later, he shows back up, and the clones that were training are older, but some of them died, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> there's so much. Yeah. And all this little episodic stuff, and we get a lot of Yoda, we get a lot of Windu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Count Dooku is also a baller in this oh, show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asajj Ventress is really good. We get a lot of Grievous, but also uh, Anakin and Grievous never meet. Because they met for the first time at the beginning yeah. of episode three. So you have to write Anakin out of any Grievous-related story, yeah. uh, which is kind of a funny little thing. It's good that they cared about that. They did pay attention yeah. enough to that, mm-hmm. but not that he was never a master. Right. So that's kind of funny. It's, it's, it's um, funny. There's a lot of politics with um, uh, Palpatine, mm-hmm. and they get close to revealing that he's a Sith Lord a couple times, and then he weasels his way out of there. Darth Maul comes back to life and shows up. Obi-Wan turns him, his face into the body of a bounty hunter that he killed, great fakes his own I death, I mean, that then hides in this group of bounty hunters <laughs> and goes through a bunch of yes. challenges in order to prevent the assassination awesome. of this Chancellor. It is awesome. Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka go to a planet that is the Force, and they meet three Force gods, and they literally tell Obi-Wan and Anakin that Anakin will turn to the dark side, and they're like, huh? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) And Qui-Gon Jinn shows up, and I'm pretty sure it's Liam Neeson. Um, He also voices an episode where Yoda learns how to be a Force ghost, and we get to see all these, like, Force beings. It's amazing. It is great. It's so good, you guys. <laughs> Go watch it. I, they have a lot of Mandalorian stuff too, with bounty hunters, yeah. and Boba Fett comes back Bo-Katan and wants to kill Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe she was it's in so Rebels. Good. Is she in both. She was in both. She's in both. Yeah, she's in both. She looks weird yeah. in Rebels. I I, uh, I do not include Rebels in my Star Wars Clone Wars, by the way. Yeah, I haven't seen any of Rebels, so for me, like. I'm I'm weird with animation like I don't like the animation style of the Clone Wars so I don't watch it very often. Like I really? I love it as a show. But season 7 looks good, but everything else like I I just don't love the way it looks. And so that wow. keeps me from watching it more and that's dumb, but that's just how it is. I wish I watched it more. I do understand uh, that, especially the early looks seasons. pretty bad. Yeah, and yeah. the movie looks really bad. Um, I think even by season three, though, it looks pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah. But, I just don't you know, know. Anyway. I, I understand, I understand. It is a it really is fun like show. It is like everyone is very chiseled, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which I get. So there's, there's a weird, like, sharpness to everyone's yeah. face. Everyone has a perfect jawline. Everybody kind of looks like they're made out of clay, and it, it's just like, mm-hmm. hmm, it's not, my, it's not my thing. But I get that. I mean, it's, I'm so glad that it exists, because I think without it, like... Star Wars may have died off a bit more than it has already. Like, oh, it's it's, it's the it's the bridge. It definitely between is. 
the original six movies and Disney buying it. Yeah, that's that's true because they absolutely they had to stop the show when Disney bought it. I guess maybe because it was on Cartoon Network. They killed it and then they hyped it up with the rebirth. That and they spent four episodes talking about random people. Yeah, gosh, setting up a different show. Um, Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I mean we love it. It's great. Glad it's, it's it really is two. good. And there's like season six is like a Netflix exclusive because hmm. uh, it didn't air on Cartoon Network. So like the first five seasons is all Cartoon Network and then season six is Netflix and then seven. season seven is Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, the last four episodes so of season seven are phenomenal. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, Super good. So absolutely. If you even care about Star Wars and you haven't seen yeah. Clone Wars, I would recommend. Just go Google like what are the best like episode arcs like yeah, watch you don't four have to episodes watch the of the umbara arc or the um that when bounty hunter arc arcs. that obi-wan did or whatever yeah. or when they go the to box. the force planet that one's dope um mm-hmm. so mortis mortis yes what's your number one i know he i would knows. like to guess please <laughs> it's the office it is the guys. office everybody <laughs> everybody who knows me knows that this is my number one tv show of all time um, the Office is um, like it's the best show ever made, and it's perfect in every way. And <laughs> no, uh, okay. I will say upfront, like it is not. It's not a perfect show, and it definitely. Everybody knows Michael leaves in season six or five, so, five six. or six. I should know. This is my favorite Gosh, show. There's nine seasons of that show, aren't there? Yeah, he leaves in season six, I believe, because seven, eight, and nine are the seasons that mm. people don't love. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm not one of those people, really. Like they, they're the weakest seasons, mm-hmm. but I'm down for it. Um, I do think Jim that, and Pam are still there. Yeah, and they're. I don't love everything they did, and I'm talking about what I don't like first, and then I'll talk about why it's the best show ever made. Um, <laughs> the okay. yeah, once Michael leaves, they, and I'll recommend now. There's a podcast out on Spotify called The Oral History of the Office. Hosted by mm. Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin, and he brings on the cast and crew to talk about the making of The Office and and, and deep dive into like mm. everything. It's a phenomenal podcast, and I love it. If you love The Office, go listen to that. Um, and he talks about in that podcast. He talks about once you know Steve Carell leaves the show. Um. It's such a beautiful, it's a beautiful podcast. Um, but Steve Carell <laughs> left um, essentially because he didn't want, he wanted to leave before he got kicked out. You know, he wanted to leave before mm. his character became something that was less than what he started with, if that makes sense. Um, I see. And so he leaves and then the studio felt like they were, they needed to bring on like big celebrity names to fill Michael Scott's place in order to keep people sure. watching. So they brought on, you know, James Spader, Idris Elba, Will Ferrell, um, to like fill the manager role. Um, and it didn't super work for people. Um, I enjoy some of what they did with Idris Elba. I enjoy some of what they did with James Spader. And I love Will Ferrell's episodes. I think they're hilarious. I glad he's he he good. sticks around for two or three episodes and then he's gone. Yeah, it's so very, it's, it's pretty short. I I think it's hilarious. Um, 
And so, and then they, they went with like making Andy manager and Andy kind of turns into this weird character. That's not at all what he was at the beginning. And they spend a lot of time like forcing Jim and Pam to like have a, like, will they get a divorce arc, which like is real life. And like people, this happens to people, but it's Mm -hmm. also like, I don't know if you had to do that. And they bring in like, the boom mic guy is a character yeah. and he like is in love with Pam maybe. And they have this whole, and that young intern girl from saber. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jim. Um, and like, ugh. yeah, it's, 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 there's some cringe episodes in those last few seasons, but like, I think the core of it, uh, carries through. And there's a lot of stuff in those later seasons that I really like. Um, they bring in, um, I don't know the actress's name, but, uh, the British lady. I forget her character's name, too. Oh, yeah. Um, she has some funny stuff to do. Um, but, so, like, and there is the whole, like, the first season is very different than the rest of the show. Um, obviously, most people know that there, there was a British show on BBC. Mm-hmm. The Office was first um, created by Ricky Gervais. Um, and so when they brought the show to America, they felt like they had to like replicate that. So the first season of the American office was very much like pretty much the same. The first episode is pretty much exactly the same as the British one. Right. Um, they even have like the same first joke with the jello. Yeah. Yeah. It's like straight up a copy. And Ricky Gervais, his character was like super, um, like he was funny, but he is super, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, vulgar. And um, just really offensive. And so they tried to do that with Michael Scott during the first season. But that sort of comedy didn't quite work for the American market. And they, Mm -hmm. like, going into the second season, their philosophy was more like, Michael Scott has to be this character that is offensive. He is vulgar at times. He is just, like, a terrible boss. But there has to be a humanity there where like you feel for the guy and Mm -hmm. that's when the show like gets really good is when you're like this guy is awful but like i love him and i want him to be happy (laughs) and what yeah so yeah it's it's just like it's not perfect but it is perfect for me and i have watched it i mean so many times all the way through I watched it for the first time probably early high school, um, and it's just, it's hard to put it into words, as I've said with a few of these, just, like, it is it is a show that has always, like, been there for me. Like, it sounds mm. whatever, but, like, genuinely, it is, like, an emotional support type thing where I am so... I feel so involved in these characters' lives that I can, like, put myself in that show and, like, feel like I'm a part of it, even though it's this weird, like, crazy office scenarios and, like, visual comedy and weird stuff happening all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, like, it becomes, like like, a safe space type of thing where it's, I can come home and I can just like release 
by watching The Office or whatever. And yeah, I mean, it's I I think it's hilarious. I <laughs> I mean, it is it is so funny, and um, that comes from a lot of you know the writers that they have were so good and the commitment to like the documentary of it all documentary photography mm -hmm. of it all where it feels very much like an actual documentary even though these are characters that aren't real people um mm -hmm. and all the creative things they had to do to like keep that feel throughout the entire series where you're never um you never see a character from an angle that would be you know impossible for an actual documentary cameraman to get to like it's always like from behind a window or like if a, if characters are having a private conversation the camera is always like hidden so that the characters mm -hmm. don't see them and all that sort of thing um and it's just it's just hilarious i mean <laughs> it is pretty funny it is my it is it is the, it is my favorite comedy thing ever um so much of of how i speak and talk to people and the jokes i make is from the office and has been influenced by that um yeah and it's just it's a show that's just always there you know i was mm. so depressed when it they took it off netflix but i i bought it all on dvd and now it's on peacock again and they're like they're releasing extended versions of all the episodes on peacock oh. which is super fun um, for me, who has watched the show twelve times already, Need more content. <laughs> more, we get that more content. Um, it's 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 my favorite show of all time. So, wow, there it That's is. That's beautiful. Now I have. You have any uh, guess whatsoever? What I feel yours? like when I say it, you're gonna be like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna probably know, but. Hmm. Dang it! I don't. I just don't know. You have no idea. I have no idea. What is That's it? What is it? My favorite TV show of all time is Adventure Time. Oh, okay, okay. So, I can see that. Adventure Time is like you said about The Office is like your comfort show. Mm. It formed my sense of humor. Um it it went on for 10 seasons. HBO Max also released some like hour long special episodes mm. that I haven't gotten through yet. Um it's just I mean it, it's like I feel like I was the perfect age mm. to watch Adventure Time. Um I was like, you know, I was a young teenager when it started. Finn is like 13 when yeah. the show starts. And it's just about him learning how to be a person. And it's in this wacky, crazy world, mm -hmm. right? And there's tons of goofy scenarios and comedy and dumb jokes and fart jokes and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but at the heart of the show, it's like Finn learning how to be a person and like how to live as a human. Yeah. And he is the only human in the show for most of the show um <laughs> i don't know that's not really a spoiler i guess but um he you know he's living in this world of fantastical creatures and magic and swords and adventure mm -hmm. and stuff but all of the lessons he learns are like how to just be a good person yeah 
and I think that it's so applicable to our normal boring world, um, relatively boring. Um, yeah, for sure. And it's just, it's, it's well animated, and there's lots of good ideas, and all of the characters grow as the show grows mm-hmm. and as the audience grows. And it matures over time as well. And, like, at, at the beginning, it's very, um, like, just a bunch of little stories that don't really link together. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like Clone Wars, it kind of starts to be a linear structure and, like, the characters grow over time. Mm-hmm. Um, every recurring character uh, is a banger. Um, Magic Man, Ice King, Flame Princess, Princess Bubblegum, Lumpy Space Princess. Um, Jake's dad is Joshua, which is pretty hype for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prismo, the Lich, Cosmic Owl, uh, Tiny Manticore. There's a Punch Bowl uh, from the Candy Kingdom that's voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also plays um, the, um, the physical embodiment of fear. Uh, that lives inside the belly button of Finn. Um, <laughs> he shows up a couple times. Um, it's just like um, it's very, it's very wholesome at the end of the day. Yeah. And like you, you can't really quantify it. It's sure. just a show that I can. It's like three hundred episodes or something. Yeah. But each episode is 11 minutes, and on Hulu, for whatever reason, they never put ads on it. Mm, yeah. I guess because the Cause episodes are too short. short. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could literally just press play and let episode after episode roll yeah. and just sit there and watch That's what I love about it, too, is again. that you're just, since they are so short, you can just, like, they, they just come at you so fast, and they're so just, like, fun. Each one mm-hmm. is so fun and different that it... It's just like, yeah, you can consume so much of it, it feels like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, they, they write a lot of original songs for the show, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of those are really good uh, and, like, heartfelt. Uh, Marceline the Vampire Queen and Ice King have, like, the most tragic backstory ever. <laughs> Um, and there's like a ton of lore and world building in this show, which obviously, again, I love world building. Um, so for a show to have so much time spent creating the land of Ooh, and like, here's the literal, uh, there's a 40 minute long video <laughs> on YouTube by Channel Federator um, that goes through the full timeline of Adventure Time. Yeah. And it's like it spans millions of years (laughs) and like talks about before four time and before there was nothing, there were monsters. You know, it's like it it just goes on forever. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many great things. You can't really like just pick out one episode and be like, this is the best one. Although I do have a favorite one. Mm. Um, It's an episode called Egress. Uh, which means to leave, um, more or less. And mm. Finn gets trapped in this room with a big red door that says Hall of Egress. And then uh, in the center of the room is an upside-down snowman made out of rocks. Mm. And um, 
he has to leave this room or else he's trapped in the room. You know, he wants to leave. And so the only way to get through the door is to close your eyes. And if you open your eyes after you get out, then you teleport back to the inside and no time has passed. Right? So he's like stuck in this space. Hmm. And so he has to keep his eyes closed. He can't return back to normal life. Um, and so he eventually just keeps his eyes closed forever. He wraps a ton of um, bandana blindfolds over his eyes so that no one can open his eyes because Jake always tries to open his eyes when he comes back home. Hmm. Um, and that forces him to go back to the Hall of Egress. And he just walks the world alone, blind. And it's, like, sad, and he, like, gets really dirty, and all of his clothes start ripping and tearing, and he's like, I have to leave everything behind. And um, it's just, I don't know, it just really speaks to me for some reason. I can't even say a specific lesson from that episode Mm -hmm. or, like, any of the other episodes. It's just, like, uh, it's just, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. I don't know. It and it's really funny, and the characters are endearing, really and so. That's and it is like, it's a, it's a bit of a kid's show at first, but there are like, there are some pretty like dark things that happen in the show too. Mm. Um, so I just, I just think that it's uh, beautiful, and it's on, mm-hmm. um, I think it's all on HBO Max mm-hmm. now. Uh, it might also be on Hulu still, um, which I think are also secretly the same streaming service. I'm not exactly sure <laughs> yeah. how it all shakes out nowadays. Yes. But yeah, that that is that. That is our top 10 me. TV shows of all time. I'm glad we did this. I think yeah. we should start to watch more TV shows together so we yeah. can talk about them. Um Yeah, so uh, it's the outro time now. <laughs> it is. Or you have another recommendation I, I there you wanted to say, give. You know, we talked trash about DC's League of Super Pets. I wasn't gonna see it, and then I had a day, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go see this movie because the 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 people I follow on Twitter, my my film bro friends, were like, you know what? This movie is actually pretty good, and I was like, nah, no way. Uh-oh. So I, I went to see it, and you know what, guys? It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Yikes! It's um, it's not. You know, amazing uh, by any means, but it's it's not not amazing. <laughs> it is actually like of the DC movies that have come out. It's like one of the better ones, I'd say, and has a nice for a ki- like it has a good message for kids, and like animation doesn't have to be for kids. Um, but like. There were a lot of kids in my theater, and I think they heard a good message. And I think mm. um, it was really fun. It was just a fun movie. And the, I think that The Rock needs to just like calm down and stop being in so many movies. Because <laughs> he's in everything. And he's... Him and Kevin Hart. Gonna be, yeah, him and Kevin duo. Hart. Um, I thought I was going to be annoyed by them, but I wasn't, I wasn't really annoyed by them. I think I, Kevin Hart is kind of annoying sometimes. Um, when he's in movies, I he just kind of makes the same jokes. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of that same Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart shtick. But you know, it's it's pretty good. It, it's not bad at all. 
So. Wow, it's better than I. T- I will I texted, uh, abstain from ever seeing that. I texted terrible. Joshua. I was like, I'm seeing Super Pets, and and then after I saw it, I was like, you know, it's better than Thor: Love and Thunder, and I definitely think that is true. It is better than that movie, and uh, I've 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 come to hate Thor: Love and Thunder. It is, Thor Love and Thunder is the greatest Marvel movie. Ever it has moved down substantial numbers in my ranking list, but you know, it really is too bad. Whatever, it's whatever. Go listen oh, well. to the oral history of the Office on Spotify. It's really good. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say what we're gonna do next week, okay? Because just in case it doesn't happen, <laughs> um, yeah. We there will be a podcast next week, regardless. Yeah. But uh, we just want to make sure because I have failed to be pertinent about making sure that this guest can appear on our show. We shall see. Um, his name is Idris Elba. No, um, <laughs> just kidding. It's Will Ferrell. But you are welcome to come on the podcast whenever you want, Idris. Please, that'd be cool. We can talk about your movie, Beast. <laughs> The trailer had some cool music in that movie. It has some cool music, I guess. You know, it was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This is a long one. It's like over two and a, two hours. Yeah, we haven't done a two-hour podcast in a minute. Whenever we rank, I'm late for Top Golf. Oh boy, now. Um, just stay home and play but, multiverse. Uh, dude, I want to. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> You're going to hear this eventually. I didn't want to go to Top Golf. But <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be you fun. Know, I love Top I get Golf. it. I get it. I wish I was going it, to Top Golf. It'll be fun when I get there. I just don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand. You understand. Yeah. Um so thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week um for whatever we do Something. talk about. Um and uh yeah, we'll see you then. Check out past episodes. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Razumafu. Starting some new stuff over there. It's all fun and yeah. good and great. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. You.